Hey, Zoe. Hey, Lo. How's it going today? Good. As always, chatting with you. Yeah, I know. I love our meetings. I always look so forward to them. Our play in pods, our plan in pods. That's what we have. Yeah, we have them like in our, <laughs> our schedule as plan and pod because, well, it kind of changes each week, but we always plan like a module of our mastermind uh, divinity and then record a podcast episode. So, oh yeah. And then we have ones that are just play in pods and those are meant to be like podcast recording slash like play, like catch up, have fun, like chat. <laughs> Yeah. So fun always. <laughs> and I really love this topic that we're going to chat about this week. It feels very close to home for me, but I also know it's something that a lot of people really, really struggle with. And I mean, the name obviously gave it away, but that topic is really giving yourself permission to pivot. And I think even beyond that, the power in the pivot. And when we say pivot, we really just mean giving yourself permission to change, to go down a different path, to choose something different than you originally thought you were going to want. Um, and I know like so and I have both done so much of this, especially as of late with just, I mean, for me, it's like, I think the biggest place in which I, I've pivoted many times in my life, I actually, I love how many different kind of lives I've lived because of that. Um, and I've always seen it as like, moving towards like closer and closer to what I'm ultimately here to do and experience and become. But I also don't know if we ever stop completely pivoting or I don't know if we're supposed to. And so for me, the biggest area has definitely been my career and allowing myself to change my mind, to start something new, to have a whole different business or multiple businesses. And yeah, I don't know. It's like when we let life kind of guide us, I think it takes us to all kinds of places that we otherwise wouldn't have um, imagined for ourselves. And I think what we want to talk about today is just actually letting yourself do that and not having stories about it. What, like, what relationship do you have with pivoting Zoe or like what, what role is it playing for you in your life right now? Yeah. I mean, I pivoted so much. I think the one thing that I want to touch on first is what we spoke about before popping on here is just that in the collective, the way that most of us are raised is that you choose one thing, you know, yes. it's like, what do you want to be when you grow up a teacher, a veterinarian? And it's like very much one dimensional. It's just a choice that is made and you must commit to that choice. And I feel like in my journey, if I reflect like on my track of going through university, originally I wanted to be a teacher but that want to be a teacher kind of came from, because when I was younger, I said, I want to be a teacher. And then my parents and my family always, said, Oh, Zoe's going to be a teacher. That's what she's going to do. So that was the messaging that was around me self-created to some extent, but it was like what I chose to buy into before I realized that, Hey, I, I have more choice or more power in this matter than I thought possible. And I think, um, you know, eventually making the leap into entrepreneurship, it's been this journey of continuously pivoting, continuously evolving because we are ever evolving human beings and to be of the greatest service to this world, we, we have to, uh, evolve with our, with our calling in ways and what we feel called to share with the world or the ways we call feel called to be of service to the world. That's going to change. And that's going to deepen in ways as we deepen in ourselves, as we, you know, heal, create space, get to know ourselves on a deeper level, then we can hold space for greater transformation, greater gifts to come through ourselves as human beings. Yeah. And I think, I think we're pivoting like as a planet, <laughs> as a society, uh, especially because 
what used to be sold to us, which is what you're, you're saying, you know, you, you do one thing. I mean, that's still being sold to us really doesn't work anymore, at least not in the way that it used to. Like, I think it was a lot easier to stay kind of one path when that path for the most part was providing a fairly comfortable life for you, right? Like our parents could have one career and that career could buy them a house and could allow them to, you know, do a lot of different things. I mean, no matter what, there were always like, every generation has its its struggles and its financial sort of hardships and whatnot. But now like a lot of people who are sort of going down that one path that they thought they were supposed to or realizing that it's not going to lead them to an easeful life or even a comfortable life, right? And so I think that's having a lot of people start to look at like, why would I work that hard if at the end of the day, I don't have enough money to pay my bills? And so if the thing, the career that I don't really want or the career that I thought I was going to have out of sort of obligation or out of making that, because I have a very similar story as you when I was in grade five, they asked us what we wanted to be when I grew up, when we grew up. And I said, a teacher. And then, yeah, everyone was just like, oh, Lauren wants to be a teacher. Like, that's amazing. It like became a part of my identity because when I was, how old are you in grade five? 10, nine, I chose something that made other people happy. And then like, anyways, but I think people are really starting to question like is that really what I want because it's not actually enough for me or it's not enough in the the world that we're now living in and so I might as well if I'm going to struggle regardless I might as well do something that I love and I mean this is certainly not only in regards to career or entrepreneurship or a job or whatever I think we can pivot it in all areas of our lives but for me I've just, it's just always been about letting myself explore the thing that I'm feeling called towards. And that I would say is honestly my number one, like secret for having multiple successful businesses and having traveled all over the place and lived in different parts of the world. I was always just willing to explore and play around with the ideas that were exciting to me at the time and not taking it so seriously to try something new or to at at least allow myself to think about the things that I was feeling called towards, whether it was like a business idea or something I wanted to create or a trip that I wanted to go on. I think we're so quick to just be like, no, but I can't do that because X, Y, Z. It's like, why not? (laughs) Why can't you? Yeah. And I love what you said about not taking it so seriously, because if what I found in my journey of doing the same things, following our field led, it's just, if I'm playful with the universe, the universe is playful with me. Like yeah. if I'm feeling excited about following where I feel led, the universe reflects excitement back to me. And what I feel like is it can be very uncomfortable, of course, to pivot, especially when we might find ourselves loving what we do, but desiring a different level of depth. This is like where I'm kind of at right now is that the universe has made me kind of uncomfortable in ways about what, um, you know, what I built up with, let's say coaching and coaching programs and courses is I've felt like, I don't want to be on the computer so much. I don't want to be in my masculine feeling this need to like create continuously create courses and put those out into the world. Right. That energy is sort of like exhausted for me in ways. I mean, when the inspiration is on my heart, I love to share it. So not saying I'm closing that down forever, but what I'm saying is there, there's been a new depth access and what I've been doing with um, 
Amazonian medicine, specifically combo, which as soon as that entered into my life, it was kind of like, it's time to be of service to a greater depth or it's time to be of service in gifts. It's time to activate gifts or witness gifts that you didn't know were inside of you that um, can support this world in a, in a bigger way. And like that, it's been, like I said, it's uncomfortable because it's something totally different or it was something totally different to me at the time. Now, of course, it's a few years into it and I'm, I'm more comfortable with serving. I love serving. It's what I want to do and what I want to create more of in my life than being on the computer, let's say. But letting go of that masculine identity that I just spoke into that's been created over time that's been a very long process because that's been the way that I have established safety within myself or established the masculine within myself as a sense of like security. Cause the masculine represents safety security. It is the container, which the feminine operates. If I'm holding the masculine container of like, let's just say Zoe Ariel and I'm creating courses and it all looks very much um, pieced together. And then my feminine can also flow in there and be creative with courses and what I feel called to share. But if I let go of that and I actually just completely relax into my feminine, which would be the way of being of service to the pathway of my heart, which is combo, that's been a lot to release from my body, from my identity in ways has been a lot of internal work to create the space to allow a big pivot, a big shift in my path to come through. Yeah. And one thing I want to say about pivoting is I think a lot of the time people are so black and white about it where they're like, okay, well, I'm not going to do this thing anymore. Now I'm going to do this. In my experience, every pivot, and I've had a many, I mean, I was a teacher and then I started a lash business and then I went full-time in that lash business. And then I turned it into a coaching business. And now I have an art business that I'm working really hard at. And like, so those are a lot of like different careers or different businesses but there was overlap with every single one of them where I was a teacher and then I was a part-time teacher and that allowed me to start the lash business. And then that enabled me to build up the lash business and I went full-time, but I immediately started the coaching business and the lash business was supporting. It's like the last part, the, the, like the place that I'm coming from is always been supporting the place that I'm now going. And it's been the same thing with like, um, moving into my art business where my coaching business has absolutely supported that. And I can feel like the transition really starting to happen. And I can see evidence of it, obviously. I mean, I've not really been like active on. The only thing that I really do in the world of like mindset and manifestation now is the work that I do with Zoe, which I still feel very, I feel like this is the space where I want to be still speaking to these things in the way that I always have been. But I even just yesterday, like changed my aligned entrepreneur Instagram. I like took the link tree out. <laughs> I just put like following my alignment over to at love and dots. <laughs> That's where I am now. I live over here. Um, but for the last, like since January of this year, so for the last like nine months, I have been knowing that I wanted to go in that direction purely just because it felt so good to me but also knowing that I couldn't just leap off the edge when I had nothing, like no foundation built yet. And that's always been how it felt to me. It's like, I'm doing this thing and it's more or less working for me or it's providing what I need it to provide. And I really feel called over here. So I'm going to kind of dip my toes in over there and I'm going to let this transition happen if it is meant to. And I will know when it's time to like go all in if that's what I want. Um, and I mean, I suppose 
if we're talking, say like a pivot in like your relationship, then maybe there's probably not overlap, I would hope between like, but I guess the whole point is like, you don't have to stay committed to the thing that you at one point thought you would do forever. Because I think I only really struggled over the last couple of years because I was being so called in another direction, but I didn't ever let myself explore what that might be. I was so like, no, you're a, you're a coach and you've built this thing and you don't want to start from scratch with anything else. And I don't even know what that would be. And I, I think for a long time, like I was blocking, you know, where I was ultimately meant to go because I had the idea that like, this is the thing that I found. And it's the thing that I was always meant to be doing. And that's coaching. And that's the aligned entrepreneur. And I, it's almost like we're on this spiritual path of like allowing ourselves to be led and exploring, you know, all the beautiful things life has to offer, but we're still trying to make it look like sort of it, like it, we're still trying to satisfy the old paradigm of like, okay, I'm going to have a coaching business or I'm going to be an entrepreneur but I'm going to make it look like a career, right? That I do, I do this for 40 years or whatever. And for a lot of people that works, but what if you're not meant to, like, what if you're allowed to just, I don't know if I'm going to want to do love and dots forever right now. It feels like I absolutely could, but I could feel completely differently in three or four or five years. And I think it's just, I'm finally at the point of just like fully embracing the pivot. And I'm so grateful because I personally don't want to live a life where I can easily predict what the next 20, 30 years are going to look like. I really don't. That sounds boring to me personally. <laughs> yeah. Like basically you guys are allowed to change your mind. I think this yeah. is what we want to share too, is like, you're allowed to change your mind. And even if you feel like people are expecting that same version of you, whether it's the career or where you live or what you do and et cetera, et cetera, you're allowed to change your mind. You're allowed to follow your heart. You're allowed to follow where you feel led. And in our experience, every time that we've followed our heart, even if it felt like we're really just like, you know, blind mice feeling our way through life, like sometimes only just knowing the next move, it's always worked out for us. And it's always been incredibly fulfilling. And it always like leads to the next level of learning that's that that's needed that's required it's it always leads for the next connections or opportunities and um in my in my experience like i've i feel like i've had sort of the zoe ariel umbrella and i've created a bunch of things underneath it like at one point the focus was like more youtube and then it was more coaching and then it was course creation and i was doing things with low and then i was doing um a podcast on psychedelics. And then I was doing um, a clothing company in Bali and all of these things I followed where I felt led. And I learned not just all different things about business and change, but I learned so many things about myself. And it's like in recognizing those learnings, nothing it's in itself is ever like a failure. Like just because you decide to change your mind, it, like don't label anything as a failure. Like it, you, what I found is that I walked the path until it was time to actually like stop or try something new. And I got more than I ever imagined from walking that path all the way that it needed to be led. And it wasn't always what I expected it to be, but I, I received and I received learning. And as human beings, we always feel the best about ourselves when we can recognize what we learned from making certain choices, because in that way, we integrate wisdom. We understand that even though it, the pathway didn't go as what I expected it to be, I didn't expect that, you know, expected I would be a teacher and then retire. And like, that's what it's going to look like. Even when we change our minds, it's like, wow, I learned 
X, Y, Z about myself. I actually learned that I could change my mind and not commit to being a teacher. And thank goodness, because I wouldn't be exactly where I am now if I didn't do that. So again, when we reflect on what we've learned from following where we felt led, we feel like we integrate that wisdom. And then that in itself becomes enough. And we feel good about the choices that we've made. You said something in there about no matter what, none of it was a failure. I think it's so interesting that the way we measure success is purely based on the outcome that a certain path brought us to or certain actions provided for us, as opposed to how much joy did I feel in allowing myself to explore that path or create whatever it is that I was creating? What did I learn? What clarity did it bring me? Like none of it is ever a failure, especially if there is joy in being led and, and following the inspiration in the moment. And I feel like that's what, like this chapter for me, the one where I'm like really kind of returning back to, I mean, it's kind of funny because my first like career quote unquote was like, I went to school to be an art teacher. (laughs) Now I have this art business and I have art courses and I'm teaching people. So it's kind of funny how like, you'll find that like your soul kind of always knew different parts of where you wanted to lead it uh, or where it wanted to lead you. You were just trying to like figure out what that was based on what you knew at the time, what you knew was available. But um, yeah, I mean, I, oh, that's, I remember, sorry, what I was going to say was, I feel like right now, what feels so magical about this particular pivot is I'm really in it for like the journey. Like I fully believe in where it's going, but I'm, that's not the reason that I'm doing it. Or at least that's not the first reason that I'm doing it. It feels like I'm doing it right now because there's so much joy and ease and flow and creativity and beauty. And I anticipate and know that in that energy, the end result is just so much abundance because the journey is abundant. And I think that's the thing that we don't give enough weight to is like, we're trying to get to a place of abundance by following a journey that most of the time feels totally empty to us or just doesn't, it's not really like our souls. It's the same thing with like relationships, right? You could be in a relationship where you really desire marriage and a soulmate love story and support, but you're trying to make it fit with someone that doesn't evoke those kinds of feelings within you. And it's like, yeah, it's, it's what if you just let yourself let go of how you think it needs to come about or what you think it it's supposed to look like. And instead really start like letting yourself feel into the places that previously maybe you would have judged or not <laughs> allowed. And like for you, though, how does the, cause I feel like there's a lot of, there can be a lot of fear in the pivot or like a lot. It's more like you're embracing the unknown and that feels really scary to people. So what has helped you in giving yourself permission to pivot? Yeah. I think the first thing that comes to mind is like honoring the unique journey that is my own. It's going to look completely different than anyone else. And that's why like it is the complete unknown because I meant to like feel this through step-by-step in the journey. And then like, I mean, of course it brings up discomfort in ways. I think like when I spoke about sort of dismantling the masculine structure, recognizing kind of the energetics of it, of like when you actually make some of these bigger pivots and let go of like, what has been safe for you, you might need to do some work like on the nervous system or do some work with your relationship with God source universe, because 
what I find in trusting the unknown. Um, and this year specifically, I'm fully nomadic. I don't, you know, I just, I'm literally following the invitations that I've received and that's where I decide where to go next this year. And I've really witnessed how like the unknown has always been this place of blessings and miracles better than I could ever imagine. So I translate that in my life to making career transitions, such as like moving now into serving more medicine and doing retreat work is like, I do trust that I'll feel led because I've seen how the universe works when I follow my heart. And I like recall those past experiences, again, recognize what I learned from them and choose to integrate that over the voices in my head that might try to, you know, the ego's voices that try to keep me safe, let's say of like, Ooh, you know, but maybe we'll just launch another course instead. And it's like, no, I actually don't have that energy within me right now. I have the energy to be of service in this way. That is the medicine work. And I'm just going to trust that I'll be supported in making this transition. However long, let's say this transition takes or what it looks like. I don't fully know, but I'm just cultivating that trust. Um, so I'd say like, I think when it comes to the unknown for me, it's, it's been a relationship with God. It's been like trusting God because we, none of us are in control. We don't know what's going to happen the rest of today. We don't know what's going to unfold tomorrow. Like we actually don't have any control, but the more that we can cultivate that relationship with the divine, however that is for you, I find that's the place of finding safety, comfort, ultimately trust in the unknown and what's about to unfold in your path. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, I started leading from intuition at a fairly young age, like just little, I mean, little slash big decisions that I made about which school to go to when like one was such a clear, easy, um, and like such a, such a, it would have made so much sense to make X decision, but there was something just calling me to Y. And I trusted that. And it led me to like the best year of my life or like these best friends that I otherwise never would have met. And then like every time it's, it's kind of been this compounding effect throughout my life where every time I've allowed myself to make the decision that's in alignment with my intuition. And that doesn't mean like rash decisions where you like quit your job and dive into a business that you haven't started yet necessarily. <laughs> I do believe like if you trust the net will catch you, it will, but we don't always have the capacity to trust. Like we have to have our nervous system on board with these things. Anyways, um, I just at this point really believe that when I am in my heart about something, it fucking works out for me every single time and better than I could have imagined. And when I say having my heart on board with something, that's not something I've ever been able to like choose. Like, I think a lot of the time we're like, okay, I'm going to build this business and I'm going to try to feel really good about it and believe in it. And it's like, if you have to try to believe in it or try to have it be the thing that feels good to you, that feels intuitive for you, then it's probably like, to me, it's always just been kind of there or not, where it's like, I just effortlessly believe this business will work or that people will be interested in what I'm doing over here, or that this move is the one that I'm meant to make. And that to me is what intuition is. Am I making sense? Like, I, I think in the world of manifestation, a lot of people think, well, I'll think my way to the business or the move or the person that makes sense. And then I'll try to shape it from there. And I'll try to alter my beliefs. And it's like, well, to me, that energy is there. If I'm allowing my heart to lead in the first place, like I don't have to try to get 
my belief behind, you know, having huge reach and potential with the art business that I'm building now, which is manifesting that way for me. And I, I it, it was just there from the very second I picked up a dotting tool. I was like, I think I could go really far with this. You know, I didn't have to cultivate any of that really. Um, and that's always been like, that's how we felt about Lo and Zoe when we started. Like, this is just going to be magic, you know, and yeah. later. Yeah. It's following the fun. It's following the lightness. It's following the joy. It's like following what you feel sustainable energy around versus like you said, any of this trying, like nothing, nothing requires, let's say an espresso to get done. It's just, it's happening. It's getting done. It's like exciting. It, it energizes you in ways. And I think like, um, the intuition knows that energy, the intuition is always guiding us towards like operating in that energy and ultimately like, yeah, living out the path of our heart, like living out our, our highest timeline. But what I will say is instead of like trying energy around the heart, it takes courage. It takes bravery. It's, it's a journey to get to that place over and over again is what I'll say is quitting my corporate job, making the leap and moving to Italy. I had no idea how it was going to work out that that required, even though it lit me up inside, it also required bravery, courage, and the ability to take care of myself. And that's what it's been every single time. It's been that to deeper levels. Well, and I think this is where perspective really helps me, like a, a much broader perspective on life, because starting a brand new business at 35 and abandoning what I'd previously spent tens of thousands of dollars and years and years of my life building, not abandoning, but moving away from, um, it, it I think I was only able to do that because I'm willing to not have my life's timeline look the way I once thought it was supposed to look or the way that most people, especially women, you know, are, are made to believe their life needs to look like I'm okay with, you know, living out my life in a way that maybe isn't, well, I'm certainly okay with living out my life in a way that isn't super safe with the understanding that like, we all get to the end of this life and like, that's it. You know, like if I, gave it my all. And I took big leaps, even ones that didn't work out for me or ended up leading to failure, like whatever, which I certainly have. Am I going to really regret that at the end of my life when nothing gets to come with me other than, you know, my soul's lessons anyways? Like, no, I'll be like, well, you know, that was kind of a crazy thing that I did, but I did it and I lived. And part of that living, some of it was like, going to places that felt really deep and dark, but I'm grateful for that too. I want to have all like the whole experience and we bring it up on this show quite a bit, but one of the most comforting things to me is the idea that we all die in the end. And like, there isn't risk is an illusion. Risk is the possibility of temporarily losing something that our ego thinks we need right now, but that ultimately we don't get to take with us anyways. So like, I just kind of really let go of this idea of like tiptoeing my way to the grave. And I also have privilege in that I've had family that I could fall back on. Like it was never going to be a possibility for me to live on the street. Right. And for some people it would be. So, you know, you kind of have to gauge what, what, where that courage can lead you and do it in a way that you feel supported in. But yeah, I think it's also just letting go of the idea that you could screw something up in this life. Yeah. And like, ultimately again, you know, what's best for you because it is your unique path. It is your heart. It is your soul's journey. So it's like, as much as I think like we're talking into it, giving you all permission, like, you know, what that feels like to you, you know, what it feels like to receive guidance from your intuition, or, you know, what lights you up and it might look different than, than 
somebody else and it'll look different from everybody else because we are all unique. And I think more and more it's coming to light that the old paradigm, let's say that paradigm that is the nine to five that looks like this, you choose one thing you want to be for the rest of your life. That doesn't exist for us anymore because we're, we've actually come to more awareness and recognition that we are multidimensional beings that are evolving all the time. And it's like meant to be that our interests evolve, that our passions evolve too, because that's what we came here for. We came here for just like you said, Lo, like integrating the soul's lessons and wisdom. And, and that's like the important thing. That's what we all came here for. And that's when we feel the most in alignment, let's say, or fulfilled is when we're following that journey, because it's not about the destination. It's I'm learning and I'm evolving and I'm choosing myself and I'm honoring my heart's journey, my soul's path. And for a lot of people, what that's going to look like is like a new creative hobby or starting a podcast or reading a a different kind of book than you usually would, or like just taking small steps or seemingly small steps, not none of them are actually small, that are a little bit outside of, you know, the life you're kind of used to living. And of course, if you're someone who's living a life and you have the nine to five, but you love it and it really feels like just fulfilling to you, then like perhaps this episode is not for you. <laughs> and that's like a, a beautiful. This is not to say that everybody is like, only living the life they don't actually want for themselves. Obviously that's not true, but I think I see all the time people, I mean, people come to me all the time with their big ideas and I rarely see people actually go and and like take action on those big ideas because, you know, it's a lot easier not to. So like, just, just start, like, just start just writing start. the book, just start the Instagram account, just start the creative hobby or whatever, organize the event that you've always wanted to organize like what's the worst that can happen we all die in the end <laughs> sorry I know it sounds yeah. so I, I always wonder if I if there's people that like hate it when I talk about how <laughs> but I I've just always felt very liberated by that fact like all these people that you're afraid about judging you like none of us are going to be here pretty soon <laughs> yeah we all just need to kind of like lighten up a little bit and it makes life a lot more fun but also following that path can lead you to some of the most like beautiful experiences. And I feel like that's what Zoe and I have always had is just a willingness to tiptoe down that path or like dip our toes in and sometimes leap, take big leaps of faith, but the willingness to be explorative about our ideas. Yeah. And it's just, it's basically just going for it. You know, it's like, I believe in myself. I'm going to choose myself and I'm going to go for it. And I feel like that's our message for you guys today. Whatever it, whatever you needed to receive from this episode, we trust has been received, but just give yourself permission to just follow where you feel led to, to make that next step or make that leap and trust yourself and just see, just mm -hmm. see what happens because you deserve to live a life full of fulfillment and live life out as this adventure that it is. And that comes from these experiences that might be somewhat so-called quote unquote risky yeah. Really just living. Well, and let go of the idea that for something to be successful, it has to produce a certain outcome because Zoe and I collectively have probably started more 
creative projects. Like I have had so many different Instagram accounts. I have done mock-ups for business, like many business ideas. I never started our entire businesses. I own domains that were, <laughs> were never used multiple. I've paid for many domains over the years that I never did anything with. I like, you name it. I like started it and didn't continue. But on that day, I felt inspired by the possibility. I mean, we've had like at least three or four different low and Zoe Instagrams or like quantum Instagrams that are not active right now. And yeah. like, were any of them a waste? Absolutely not. We were just exploring, you know, and I, and I love that. Like, I really love living life that way to be like, well, I had the guts to try something, you know, that's kind of beautiful. And it's a shame that more people don't let themselves do that because that's what we're here for, to learn, explore, create. It really isn't about where it takes you. Exactly. Yeah. Boom. Mic drop. <laughs> get it. Get it done. You guys just go for it. We're here for you. <laughs> All right. We love you guys. See you next week. Love you. Bye. Thank you guys so much for spending a piece of your day with us and tuning in to the Low and Zo show. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to rate it and share on social media. Be sure to tag us until next time. Stay abundant.